Everybody see this? This simple spaceship hockey puck looking uh, thing has become the most essential throwing tool in the modern pitcher's arsenal. If you're mind blown by spin direction, RPMs, pitch shaping, concepts like that, this one piece of equipment can make the most difficult concepts seem simple to anybody. It's the story of Clean Fuego from its CEO and founder, Mike McGinnis, and it's next on this week's episode of the Jersey Baseball Show. The Jersey Baseball Show is sponsored by the Edward Lesky Company, general contractor since 1950 for more than 70 years, serving the great folks in New Jersey at 908-686-7272. The Edward Lesky Company is found online at edwardlesky.com. Work safe, work smart, work tomorrow. Welcome, Mike. Now that we got me. all the technical fun here, let's uh, let's talk some spaceships. Yeah, um, this is Mike McGinnis, founder of uh, Clean Fuego. We got the Clean Fuego uh, uniform on today. You uh, get out to any Generals games, Capitals games this summer, you'll see that we are part of Fuego Nation. And uh, got Mike here to tell us about what that is. And, and like I said, it's something that I truly believe is, you know, one of the things here is you know whether we are highlighting players from new jersey or talking about things that we believe that all pitchers and, and players in new jersey should have should use want to make sure we do that so give us the quick story of uh these clean fuegos how they how they came about you know how you kind of made the you know had the the brainstorm of of coming up with these and and how we uh get them to work on the mound and and, and help pitchers throw more efficiently Absolutely. And thanks again for having me. I, I appreciate you uh, you allowing me onto this podcast. This is great. And uh, you asked about seven questions there. So I'm going to try and dissect yeah. as many of them as I can into into a succinct so I don't soapbox. So kick me under the table, Mike. Back and wait, you know, let you talk for the next 40 <laughs> minutes and we're good. No, no, please. Um, essentially, yeah, Clean Fuego. You mentioned the spaceship. It's the love child of a hockey puck in a baseball is what we've heard it called before. But essentially it was um, based off of a conversation I was having with my brother, Connor McGinnis. He's the assistant pitching coach for the LA Dodgers under Mark Pryor. And it was a few years ago, probably about three spring trainings ago, they were talking about their spin direction and spin efficiency training session at spring training. And now they're using hockey pucks. I was like, they're throwing hockey pucks. There's got to be something better out there. And of course, big brother to little brother, he was like, dude, go and cut a ball. It's, you know, it's a mess in there. Like if you want to cut a ball sure go ahead and knock yourself out so stupid big brother I was like challenge accepted so I went out and called a buddy of mine mechanical engineer brilliant mind Ronald and said hey man let's 3d print something and see if you know we can just get a model see if they like it if they don't who cares we all have day jobs and and let's see if this is something that um, guys attached it so we sent it out to Connor and I remember the first prototype he and I were both throwing it into our pillows in our bedrooms and because it was an all black looked like a hockey puck had the stitches on it um, but he threw it around a little bit and there was this kind of spark of, I can have something here. There's actually something pretty cool here. So we started to develop and I know you asked kind of like how many brainstorming sessions did you have? We did two years of research and design. We did 42 prototypes before we landed on the final model. I mean, we did, we did pucks like this that were hollowed out inside. So they look like a donut. We did stuff where the center of mass wasn't center. We exposed the center of mass around the ring. So we did little things to try and better understand how could we be providing an analog training device? Because again, you don't have to plug this in, no Wi-Fi connection. You just throw yeah. what I go. But how can we create a training device that's not only analog, but also provides accurate, reliable feedback to the thrower and or coach? 
You know, we don't want to create something that's maybe waterlogged on one side. So it's always going to wobble. We don't want right. something that's off center. So when we print 100,000 of these, you know, the ball bearing is up here in one and down here in another. How do we standardize the process? So all the little nuances went into the development of this, in addition to making sure the damn thing worked at the end of the day. Right. And then just to kind of cap it all off, and I say this in all of my infinite wisdom, I went ahead and launched the business about two weeks before COVID and the global pandemic hit. And uh, we've been blessed in the fact that, you know, guys have been adopting it from pros all the way down to youth. And uh, yeah, it's been a fun, fun 16, 18 months so far. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, and, and all those things you say are why I love it. I mean, it's it's crazy how something so that seems so simple is is you know again 42 prototypes to to come up with the right thing but you know it it, it feels like a, a baseball a little bit when you hold it i mean certainly got the visual you know the the centering of it but but the way that it just provides such instant feedback and understandable feedback i mean you you know i i love the data we get from rapsodo um, I also know that it's it's a fancy radar system that that costs a lot of money and and you know you got to be able to understand what the you know this is you're a visual learner you can see what this is telling you instantly yeah and 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 just kind of you know you make your adjustments I mean that's that's you know I guess hearing from your brother I mean it's got to be one of the things that was you know instant feedback right is is so valuable to these guys. And that's what it is. I mean, that's one of the benefits of Fuego is that, you know, data is the new age. Data is phenomenal. You know, it's it's fantastic the amount of stuff we can now capture in a microsecond. Mm -hmm. uh, that all being said, you got to be able to interpret it. You got to be able to right. understand it. I mean, you know, somebody was saying that data is the new oil. Data is the new periodic table. You know, I mean, you can figure out how to piece stuff together and make water. You can figure out how to piece stuff together and make a friggin' bomb. It's just determined on what you know and how you can use it. So a lot of the times, and even when we were seeing it, guys, to your point, you know, they'd throw and then they'd wait for the data to process. And if you're doing a bullpen, if you're doing a train, right. if you're working on a slider, right. you don't want to be sitting for 30, 45 seconds. Yo, how was your day last night? You know, you don't want to be kind of having those down times. Yeah. You'd rather be able to take this and throw it and go, that felt wrong, give it back. And so the thing that also I do when I'm talking to a lot of high school guys is you throw a football, it feels wrong and you get the immediate visual based off the wobble that it looks wrong, you know? So you have the feel and the visual. Well, when you're throwing a football, you're not going to be like, let me dial this into my pocket radar. Let me look at the analytics. Let me see what my trajectory and my spin direction was. You're just going to say, give me the football back. I'm going to throw that better. Same concepts with Fuego. It's the, you know, I don't need to tap in. It's wobbling. Oh, man, I might be squeezing too hard or I'm, I'm off middle or gosh, my thumb keeps coming up to the side. I don't know why I'm doing that. Give it back. And so you're allowing the athlete to do what they do naturally because nobody knows your body better than yourself is to dial into your own natural ability to figure out how you can create an elite outcome without having a coach saying, hey, man, you're, you're cutting, you're getting around it, you're not staying on top of it. And even on youth guys, younger guys, you tell a 10-year-old, listen, man, you're, you're pronating. What are you talking about? Hey, man, okay, well, fine. Yeah, you know, you're, you're cutting it, you're not coming around it. I hear the words, coach, what are you talking about? Whereas you go, here you go, it's wobbling, you're cutting, just get it to fly clean and straight, regardless of arm slot, clean and straight. And then you can step back. As my brother always says, the best coaches talk as little as possible. Yep. And so stuff like this, um, that allows you to kind of, again, in real time, like you mentioned, Mike, in the moment, make adjustments. 
So, so for those of us watching visually here, show us, take us through quick, you know, you've got, I mean, obviously the fastball is the easiest one, but, but what else can we work to throw? Here? So, yeah. So your fastball, again, you want clean, efficient spin. You want no wobble, no cut when you're throwing your fastball. We recommend guys, cause this is new. It's unique. It's something different, but again, it's, it's, it replicates a baseball down to four sheets of paper. Believe me, our tolerance levels are pretty tight. Um, and the whole thing is start at 30 feet. You can throw into a net, into a tarp. Um, you can throw with a partner, but start at 30 feet and go light. Just get a feel for it. Because again, for the past 10, 15 years, you've been hearing a lot about weighted ball training programs. You've been hearing velo, 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 power, power, power. That's the bench press to the ropes course that is clean fuego. This is finesse training. This is touch work. This is a, do I like sitting on top of the stitches or maybe a little bit in front? Do I like releasing off pads or do I like releasing off tips? Do I like spiking on my curveball? Do I like laying flat? All things that you can kind of experiment with. And that's the beauty of fuego is that you can experiment in real time. And you can see again, based off the visuals, what's working and what's not. I mean, I discovered, I, I thought I, threw a nasty slider in high school. I never went past high school. I was a short, fat guy, but you know, I thought I threw a nasty slider. I picked up Fuego. I just learned I threw a curveball from a lower slot. I just threw a slurve. And so it's one of those things where again, developing very intricate pitch designs, Clean Fuego allows you to visually see what you are trying to accomplish. And then based off that visual, maximize on again, the outcome that you're trying to achieve sliders, cutters, but to go back to your question. So general pitch rips, again, fastball, you want to try and be middle, thumb underneath. That's the biggie. You just want clean, efficient flight. Curveball, it's the same type thing. I'm sure you guys have heard the finger guns to holster, but it's the same type thing. I know Max Free does a big thing on YouTube about hammering into a wall because what you want to create is instead of the backspin on your force, on your forcing fastball, you want to create front spin. The other is sliders. So if you take your slider, the best way to actually train a slider, and I have a good video, self-plug, I apologize on our Instagram on deconstructing sliders with Fuego. But if you take the Fuego, like you're throwing a forcing, and turn it so that you're at a full gyro. And what you want to practice is the J swoop, that J motion, creating that backspin. And then once you basically have that feel down, it feels good. Instead of going a full, what I'd consider 90 degrees, go 45 do the exact same thing. Practice ripping off the back of the fuego and getting that J feel so that you can create that backspin to create that slide. And the big thing when you're training these pitches, curveball, fastball, slider, interchange between a fuego and a baseball, every other, every couple, because again, you're translating that feel. As I mentioned a couple minutes ago, pads, tips, pressure, all stuff you want to be translating over when you're seeing the outcome on, was that good with fuego? Let's see how it feels with the baseball. And then the last one that we get a lot of talk about is our UFO changeup. Yep. Now for younger guys, it's like getting your driver's license and then going in a Ferrari and not driving the Ferrari around the track. It's like driving the Ferrari around your neighborhood. Okay. So like UFO changeups, this is, you know, when you get to spring training pro guys, again, college coaches, you could work on it with your guys, but this is a very advanced pitch, but it's the pronating changeup. And so for us, it was unique The Clean Fuego based off the design, based off of the look, helps guys understand, and Mike, you mentioned this in the intro, your axis, your spin direction. And so when you're telling the guy, hey, man, I want you to kind of learn this change up, I want you to kill the spin, lower the direction, kind of pronate on the release, roll off your middle finger. 
And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I don't even know what that means. You said something about a finger. Where, where do we even begin? Whereas with this, you just nest. And what you want to do is try and release. So that it creates a Frisbee or a UFO. And again, with this pitch, it's very difficult. And with this design, it's extremely difficult. As we saw with the Joe Kelly video, he's practicing this pitch. Yeah. He sailed it in through his window. It's more about the feel. And that's the big thing with Clean Fuego is attack the feel understand what you are trying to accomplish with using this. And then again, translate that over and maximize that feel with the baseball. But this one, you worry less about the wobbling. You're just going for the feel. But those are the four pitches that you can really work on. There are also a lot of like glove transition drills that you can do for position players. Outfielders do some long toss. Catchers like it for the pops, the sub, you know, trying to get that sub to pop down to second base. Um, so again, it's very versatile tool that can help guys, basically any guy on the field, because everybody throws in baseball. So we, we've hit some of the basics here. Um, you, you mentioned you had the, the, the brilliance of starting the business right before, uh, right before a global pandemic. Um, what was the immediate reaction, obviously from your, from your brother, from the, the guys on the Dodgers? Um, you know, how did that kind of navigate its way throughout throughout the majors, throughout all levels of baseball? And and what were some of the highs and lows for you along the way here? Um, I mean, I think it really resonated with with the athletes. I, I don't want to speak for any of them, um, but I know a lot of guys throw it. So, you know, I, I have to imagine they like it if they're, yeah. if they're throwing it on a regular basis. But for us, it was more so an entire course shift of go to market, you know, because again, we launched spring training. I mean, that was the impetus behind the two weeks before COVID. Right. So we sure. wanted to kind of roll in spring training. We got some really good traction in those first 10, 14 days. Um, but then when everything hit, it was, all right, how do we redirect and demonstrate that Clean Fuego is useful and that it's a tool that you don't need a coach, you know, standing behind you to use. You don't need a lot of expensive equipment. And quite frankly, all you need is a tarp in the backyard. I mean, when I was doing prototyping, I was throwing this into my kid's trampoline net, you know, the net that goes mm -hmm. around. I was just throwing it into that, being like, I, you know. I like it. I think it's right. Oh, I don't like it. But again, it's just how can I maximize what I have available to me? And it was us determining how do we demonstrate that Joe Kelly, who makes millions, is thrown into a net in the backyard. You know, Sean Smith, who's or over his, my next door neighbor, window. he's thrown in the backyard. Yeah, no. And, and Joe's breaking his window, whereas Sean Smith, who's 12, is in the backyard, not breaking his window. So, again, <laughs> it's one of those things, the versatility of this, the, you know, the universality of being able to have a device that, you know, a 10-year-old, 12-year-old can use to maximize their game and a 22-year-old millionaire ball player playing in the MLB can use and also help maximize his game. Yeah. Um, has it been, you know, you mentioned that you speak to, to groups now. Um, has that been rewarding for you to, to see, you know, not just, I mean, obviously great. I, I solved the problem for my brother and, uh, yeah, I got to go to the majors and that's, and obviously that's fantastic, but there a different level of, you know, rewarding to it to see that the other half of it works too. The, the younger guys can get concepts that, might have only been like at the major league level and, and understand them and at their level. Absolutely. That's why I love doing this. I mean, you know, we all kind of Connor Ronald and I, we all had day jobs before Fuego, you know, Connor still does obviously um, <laughs> as does Ronald, God bless him. Um, but it was one of those things where if we can't put something out, that's going to be useful and help guys, we don't want to create a paperweight. We don't want to create a gimmick. Right. We don't want to create. So 
you know, prototype 30, we all kind of looked at each other like, worth it, you know, is this going to help guys? And it was, and that was the thing that kind of kept us going. But to your question directly, Mike, it's awesome seeing younger guys improve. I mean, I remember when I went out to an academy, 12 year old kid was there with his dad um, and he was doing the old, you know, the pie chuck, you know, the, the shot put push. He wasn't throwing it. He was pushing the ball out. Went over to the dad and I was just like, hey, this is a new thing. If your son wants to try throwing it, would love to see what he thinks. The dad was like, I know nothing about baseball. They would like, please, whatever you have, like whatever we can do, toss the kid this, throw it about four or five times. And after four or five times, he started throwing it. He kind of looked and he was like, baseball spin? And I was like, yeah, man, they, they got some spin on him. And so it was just this cool moment of like, you know, again, pops trying dad trying, getting mm -hmm. out, getting the gloves, but still not understanding the fundamentals. How can we support not only that effort to get out, but then also that effort to get better and train and do something right mechanically. And it was cool to see in the moment, just in one session, this kid was throwing a baseball as opposed to when he started the first five minutes, he was, he was pushing a baseball. Okay. Yep. So uh, well, absolutely rewarding. Yeah. So, so then when did you know that i mean obviously when you're you're running through the prototypes you're you're coming up with a design you, you obviously feel good that i've got something here but when was it that you really you know after it kind of came out after you kind of got that initial burst kind of got that COVID. okay now how are we gonna sell this when did you realize hey we really do have something here I don't know if I still feel that way. I don't know if I, you know, you never know. You never know. Yeah. It's a weird, weird, crazy, wild world. Um, but no, that's, you know, that's how to not be. Um, we kind of knew when the adoption was happening on both sides of the spectrum. So the guys that are chucking 101 mm -hmm. are liking Fuego because it's like, oh man, I never knew how to throw a slider. Oh man, my, you know, I never understood why my four seam was better than my two seam. You're just little nuances like that. Right. And then on the other side, it's helping guys who are 10 years old who are just like, I play lacrosse, east of the Mississippi, this is lacrosse. You know, I just never really liked baseball. And then they pick it up and they understand, oh man, they were throwing wrong, or there was something different. Right. It makes the game a little bit more approachable. Baseball having, yeah, having us just have that opportunity to kind of make the game a little bit possibly more approachable. If that doesn't sound yeah. too altruistic or, you know, no. North starry, but you know, it's just that ability for us to kind of see no matter where you are in the game, what position you're playing, what you're trying to do, Fuego can help you out. I mean, I always kind of joke. It's, you know, it's like a dumbbell. What are you working on today? Bicep, chest, tricep, you know, with this, what are you working on today? Just warming up. You're doing fastball work, curveball, slider. You're doing some sub glove transition. Again, it's very versatile in what you're trying to accomplish. If you think outcomes, as the, you know, impetus behind what you're going to be training with that day. So got the two college teams, you know, obviously a group of, of pitchers, different levels between 18 and 21, 22 years old. You know, what would you, what would be a, a good program for them? You know, what, how do they use this to be at their best? Warm up, just warm up, keep it simple, keep it straightforward. We hand out a warm up program in all of our uh, transactions. So you get it when you buy one of the Fuegos, we have it available online. Um, you can even DM us, we'll send it right over to you. But the best way to implement Fuego, because again, it's it's new, I'm not gonna be boastful and like, hey, you're gonna pick this up, your first session is gonna be great. Quite frankly, you know, Fuego is very unforgiving. We designed it this way. If you're not paying attention, if you're getting a little sleepy, it's gonna wobble on you, it's gonna cut, and it's gonna wobble and cut the whole way to the net or your throwing partner. So when you mess up, it's like, you messed up, the whole way. 
So for this, it's getting the field out, being able to translate the feels. So warm up is one of the things you just want to get comfortable with Fuego, helping you again, naturally adjust and achieve what you're trying to achieve. Outside of that, it's what do you want to work on? So how do guys in college, do they want to add another pitch to their arsenal? Do they want to improve how they're doing some glove transition work? Are you having trouble throwing from shortstop over to first base? Why? What's going on there? Well, let's pick up a fuego. Is it thumb? Is it glove? Are you, are you floating somewhere? You're not grabbing middle? Are you trying to do something where you're not on stitches? Again, it's one of these tools that allows you in real time and in the moment to experiment, work on stuff, see what works, see what doesn't. Ah, that was crap. I'm never doing that again. Oh, this actually worked really well. Hey, I like cocking my thumb underneath instead of having my thumb fully flush. So it's just all the little types of things that you'd think that, hey, I need to spend a lot of time to test this out. No, nah, man, you can go out in one day with a, you know, a glove and a fuego and try and test and work on all this stuff. Yeah. So what's uh, what's what's next? What do we you know, obviously this comes out. It, it's it's gone. It's gone out. It's it's performed well. You know what? How, a, I guess, where do we direct us to the website? But but yeah. B, what are some of the things that we're coming up with next here to, uh, you know, get to the next level here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, cleanfuego.com, clean fuegos, Spanish for fire, um, is the website. You can go and you can pick up the fuegos. We have a bunch of swag t-shirts. We have unicorn fastball t-shirts and stickers. We have UFO changeups t-shirts and stickers. We have some new stuff coming out. We're going to be at College World Series in mid-June. Um, so if you're at CWS, definitely come by our booth and say, what up? Um, we're going to have some new swag dropping men, but, um, the stuff that's coming down, we're working on softballs actually right now. So we're on our sixth or seventh prototype iteration of the softballs. It's in print right now. We're going to be field testing that. We just filed actually two additional patents last week. So we have some new designs for some additional training devices that we have coming out. Um, and then right now I'm actually researching something very cool. Um, that I think is kind of going to broaden outside of just baseball. Um, so we're researching that because I think that there's an opportunity there. So a couple, couple things coming for Fuego um, on the front. But again, for us, we want to make sure we hit stuff right in the center. Um, and so for us, we always take a little bit of extra time to make sure that we are, again, providing something that's useful, providing something that can actually help guys, that can be of benefit. And so, you know, our first three prototypes for the softball, they all cracked because of the thin walls. It's just a really big piece of plastic. And so for us, those are the little intricacies that we want to find out. Do you like the stitches? How do you guys, how are you guys going to use this? How are you guys going to implement this? How can we be creating a design that supports how you're going to be using this and implementing this? Are you mainly going to be using it overhand in softball? Are you going to be doing a lot of underhand work with it? So for us, it's how can we create a model um, and a product that is versatile, universal, can be used in every way that everybody wants. So got a couple things coming, but again, clean fuego is still new. We're not even two years old. Right. So got to keep pushing and, and that as well. We should mention that, you know, one thing that I guess you did relatively quickly was not just this model, but the weighted model, right? You've got yeah. the, uh, the one that to kind of parrot the drive line, the weighted balls, right? Yep. And so for, yeah, for us, it was more so, I mean, that's why we designed it. We wanted to be supportive of those programs, especially for guys that use them. Um, but we found in prototyping guys really like the heavy for touch and feel work. So again, it's eight ounces compared to the five and a quarter. So you're looking at about, you know, two, three ounces in difference in weight. So you'd think mentally it's not much, but you can really feel it. 
Um, and again, though, you're talking about 150%, so you're not talking much, but what's unique is it really emphasizes feel. So like I keep mentioning, touch, attack your feel work, you know, transition between a baseball, the overload really, really emphasizes that touch and feel work. So it really, okay, I'm coming off tips, I'm coming off pads, I'm, I'm rotating too much. When I was doing this change up, I actually came off middle finger and that kind of felt good. Wait a minute, let me try this again. Oh man, that felt terrible. Let me go back. So it's just that additional weight adds a little bit more touch for guys. And you've done a, you've done a, a pretty good amount of work with uh, in New Jersey with with BPC down in South Jersey, right? They Mike Mike Adams and those guys, Ed, they're all legends. Love those guys down there. They're doing great sure work, are. cranking out some great athletes too, man. Yeah. Nobody threw 102 miles an hour when you were in high school, did they? No, only in their heads. <laughs> not e not even mine. I 90 was plenty. <laughs> there you go. Um, so. I guess moving forward, you know, what's the one thing that you want this to be really known? You know, what do we want to, what do we want this kind of legacy to be here, you know, of, of, of this product? Wow. It's a great question. Um, I mean, the foundation of Fuego, if you reach out to us, if you DM us, you know, we're pretty responsive. No, we're actually very responsive. We touch base yeah. with everybody. You send us a message. We want to be helpful. The foundation of Fuego is to help make ballplayers better. You know, what can we be doing to be supportive of advancing the game of baseball and helping guys improve their game? Um, legacy. Man, Mike, you're hitting me with tough questions at lunch. <laughs> Before um, lunch right? I would say, well, for us, it's, you know, the biggest thing for us, it's immediate visual feedback. Go back to the basics. Just throw fuego. Don't be mind soup over numbers or data or trying to think you want to. I got to throw 101 in college. Nah, man, you can throw 90. And if you got good vertical break, you'll be striking guys out. You mm -hmm. know, so for us, it's can we provide something that gives immediate visual feedback? All right, hold on. Legacy. Let me go back. Now I'm rambling and sound like an idiot. Legacy would be immediate visual feedback that helps guys improve their spin efficiency that's really the foundation of what fuego is all the other stuff fell into place in prototyping hey man i can work on this it's like oh yeah you can work on this and that was all during the r d process but the foundation when we initially started this was help guys improve their spin efficiency and better understand spin direction and axis because yeah. again if you look at a lot of the data you'd go back you'd have guys would be like yeah my spin efficiency is 30 percent my rates you know 1900 how do i improve that coach is telling me to improve that and everybody's like you're yeah, everybody's like, you're right, it sucks. You got to improve it. And it's like, how do I improve it? And it's like, it just, you got to, it just by sucks. Doing, by doing better. That's right. You yeah, improve exactly. it by doing better. Be better. Exactly. Just just will it into, into being. <laughs> Whereas with Fuego, it's, hey, you know, you're at a 30%. Let's bump you up to 95. And that's one of the cooler things that we also see. And I'm bad about this. I don't boast a lot of this. We get a lot of direct messages. Love you guys, Fuego fam, anybody um, out there that's part of the fam that's listening. You know, I get DM all the time that are like, hey, man, my spin efficiency went from 70% and now sits mid 90s, 95 to 100 all the time. But what's been cooler is my verticals up six inches. My, you know, my velos up four miles an hour. I mean, just, you know, my spin rate went from 2,400 to 2,900. So it's one of those things where I would never think that that's all clean fuego, but it get, cause you know, pitching is a sum of parts, but again, fuego gets you out throwing a little bit more. Gets you out having fun a little bit more, paying a little bit more, tell, you know, paying a little bit more attention to what you're doing. Be a little bit more diligent in your actions and your intentions and your throws. 
So for us, it's really cool to see that, yeah, it's really helping on what we wanted it to help with, which is that spin efficiency. Sure. But the layers of everything else that's building on top of it, it's cool to see. I think with, with anything, I mean, yeah, I know 2,900 is better than 2,400, right? I, I, I took math in, and when I was in elementary school, I, I understand that. But to be able to really see, you know, hey, this, this is, you know, this is efficient. This is going how it should. It's not, you know, we're not getting one of these. You know, to, to be able to bring the visual back to, to all of this data collection. I mean, that's that's the part that's really powerful, I would think, right? Yep. No, and it is. And it's that ability for guys to easily digest and understand yeah. something that's in concentrate. You know, like if you go up and you're talking to a guy about induced vertical break and we call them the unicorn fastballs and you're trying to improve your spin efficiency, you get higher ride in the zone. And it's like baseball's ride. What are you talking? You know, and it's like, no, it's fighting gravity. And then you get in this argument of semantics and physics and everyone wants to show how smart they are. But it's like at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, if you have good, essentially clean, efficient spin, it's going to stay higher in the zone where, you know, something that doesn't have good, efficient spin is going to go down into a more of a double or cookie area. Um, and so, you know, and Connor can mention this and not to speak for him. It was when they were even looking at the science, it was, why don't I have a guy throwing 97, getting just piss rockets knocked off and, and a guy throwing 93, striking everybody out with swings yeah. and misses, not looks, but swings and misses. Like guys are trying to barrel this thing and they can't. So what's right. the difference? And when they drilled it down, they did find it's, it's related to spin efficiency. It's related to how well that ball is coming out, how well you're spinning. Exactly. And it's that ball life, that movement. Um, and that's the, you know, they're doing wild things in the game of baseball. I mean, stuff that Otani's doing now. I mean, the stuff that Garrett's throwing. I mean, it's just insane what some of these guys are doing. They're superhuman. Um, and so for us to be able to kind of boil all that down into something that's kind of easily, to your point, Mike, that you can visualize, it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Well, it, as I said, most essential pitching product to be in anybody's arsenal right here. Clean Fuego um, certainly can help you uh, get get your get your hands on one of these. Um, you know, through Generals Baseball, through Clean Fuego, we can uh, get you get you working. Uh, Mike, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, Thanks, I love guys. talking about this. You know, love what it does for pitchers, and and certainly uh, wouldn't be anything I could have come up with. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> now you're selling yourself short. I bet you could. I uh, you know, we just kept pushing. Um, but no, I appreciate the time, Mike. Thanks. And keep doing what you're doing up in Jersey. Um, let's make baseball, you know, continue to make baseball greatest game ever. So appreciate you taking the time, bud. All right. Have a great, uh, great day. And again, thank you everybody for joining us on, on this episode of the Jersey baseball show.